Good morning, Graceway. Today is Wednesday, November 13th, and this is Han from the Graceway Morning Bible Study Teaching Team. In the previous podcast, we talked about the Jewish authorities' plot to kill Jesus and the anointment of Jesus at Bethany. Today, we'll be continuing our journey through the Gospel of Mark with chapter 14, verses 12 through 21. If you want to follow along, I'll be reading from the NRSV version. Let's begin. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, his disciples said to him, Where do you want us to go and make the preparations for you to eat the Passover? So he sent two of of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters, say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, Where is my guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. So the disciples set out and went to the city, and found everything as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover meal. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. And when they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed and to say to him one after another, Surely not I. He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the bowl with me. For the Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. This is the word of the Lord. Today's story continues in the context of the Jewish holiday Passover. As the festival nears, Jesus and his disciples prepare for a Passover meal. Passover was usually celebrated with close family members. If you would recall Mark chapter 3, Jesus says, Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. Just as the text writes to Jesus, his disciples were his family, hence spending Passover with his disciples rather than his family members. During Passover, Jerusalem was filled with people from all over the nations, and the residents of Jerusalem were expected to provide space for the pilgrims. Jesus' disciples were concerned about finding a place to have the Passover meal. Where would they find a room that can accommodate a large group of people like them? Well, when we think of the Last Supper, we only think of Jesus and the twelve disciples. However, throughout Mark, the word disciples are used to designate the twelve and a larger group of people, including women. So, 
We may imagine Jesus being with more than his twelve disciples for the Last Supper, and especially to prepare the food. I imagine women being there as well. This does create an interesting picture. Anyways, Jesus then sends two of his disciples into the city and tells them to look for a man carrying a jar of water and instructs them to ask for a guest room. The word guest room meant an inn or a lodging place. This room was to be fully furnished and ready for the Passover. So the room should have couches and rugs where people could recline on. It also had to be cleaned of any leaven. From reading Mark, it seems that Jesus had foreknowledge about the room, just as he did in Mark 11, where he sends two of his disciples to fetch a colt to ride on upon his return to Jerusalem. When the disciples go into the city, they indeed find everything as Jesus had told them. After the disciples had finished preparing for the Passover meal, Jesus then brings the twelve to the room. Here, Jesus makes a prediction about the betrayal of Judas. Jesus says that one who is eating with him and dipping the bread into the bowl with him will betray him. In Jesus' time, people ate meat and bread by dipping them in sauces. Therefore, people frequently had to put their hands into the bowl. Why do you think Jesus made such a specific comment about the betrayer? Would it be that Jesus wanted to expose the person? Well, here's my thought. Jesus did not have any intention of avoiding the night of betrayal, as we can see from the scene where Jesus deters his disciples from fighting the Roman guards on the night of his arrest. It is more likely that Jesus made the comment to underscore the intimate relationship between him and Judas and the horrendous nature of such a betrayal. A close friend turning his back against you even in this intimate setting of sharing a meal together. That is painful. With regard to this betrayer, Jesus says that it would have been better for the person not to have been born. What a sad comment to be made about really anyone. He foresaw the unfortunate future of Judas and mourned for his tragic life. He was sad and sorry for Judas. Can you see how Jesus took pity on his own betrayer? Well, so the night goes on and into Jesus' institution of the Last Supper. But I want to stop here and review one part of the story before we wrap up. The part about the preparation for Passover teaches us that God governs all things in our life and so we can find peace in him. When the disciples trusted in the Lord and obeyed his command, 
they were able to find a room even in the evening of Passover. The words of Jesus have power, the power that overcomes the limitations of the world. Our God has the knowledge of all things. Just as the disciples relied on Jesus to find the space for their Passover dinner, we can also rely on God to take charge of our day. Jesus knew exactly who to look for and what to do to prepare for the Passover meal. Likewise, God knows exactly what our next steps are going to be. And God is there for us at all times. As we carry on with our day, I do want to encourage you to try relying on God for all the details of your life. Well, that's it for today. But be sure to come back this Friday. And this is Han signing out.